Thompson. On the show today, we catch up with the master of all things property management, David Faulkner, and check in on his journey and his thoughts on the current investment landscape. Plus, we chat with a team of staff from Barfoot and Thompson on why it is important, now more than ever, to have your property managed. Welcome to Property Matters. Property Matters. Welcome to Property Matters. Now, just a little disclaimer before we start the show that this was recorded just a couple of weeks before the announcement of the regulation of the property management industry. Just so you don't think we're crazy when we ask a few questions during this episode about the importance of regulation coming in, we are delighted that it has since been announced by the government. Now, here's the show. Welcome back to another episode of Property Matters. And as always, you can listen live each Monday at 4.15 on Planet FM in Auckland, 104.6, or download our podcast through Spotify, Apple, Samsung or iHeartRadio. We've got you covered. Now, speaking of getting us covered, I am so delighted to have our next guest on Property Matters, a very busy man who has just come off a major conference and event. So I'm delighted to nab him while he catches his breath. And that's the wonderful David Faulkner, who is General Manager of Property Management for Property Brokers. But David, I mean, that feels like one of many titles and many hats that you might wear or have worn. Well, I do my best to, you know, keep everything in balance. Stephen, thanks for having me on the show. It's great to be here. And yeah, we've just had an amazing couple of days uh, down at Tapata in Wellington, where we hosted the PMC 2022 Property Management Conference. And a rip-roaring success, two great days. And we've had politicians, thought leaders, tech experts, property managers, all in a room talking about the future of renting in New Zealand. So very exciting stuff. That's fantastic. So look, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your journey through property management. Yeah, well, you know, as you probably tell from my accents, I'm not from New Zealand. I come from the northwest of England, came to New Zealand in the mid-90s playing rugby, then moved here permanently in 2001. Had a background in hospitality, well, got out of that and fell into property management by accident. Uh, I was a landlord by mistake, not by skill or by tact, and, and uh, yeah, tried to do everything myself, got it all completely wrong, took the property to property brokers, and they managed this, and I thought, this is great, then my property manager said she was leaving, and said that I'd make a good property manager, walked in there for something completely different, and walked out with a job as a property manager, and that was back in 2005, and that's where I've stayed since, and I don't consider it to be a job, I consider it to be uh, an absolute passion. I love what I do. Uh, it's, a, it's a fascinating career. Yeah, and look, your, your passion just oozes out of you. I mean, every time <laughs> I've been on a course or a conference with you, there's just no question you're passionate about the industry. So what is it about real estate, and in particular property management, that gets you that sparked up? What is it that you love? Well, it's the, I think, Steve, it's just very much the diversity of the job. Uh, you, you're very much walking into people's lives, uh, and everybody has a story, whether it's a tenant, whether it's a landlord, uh, and you know, it, it's showing respect for both parties and understanding the needs, and quite often there, there can be conflicting needs, and we're almost like the glue in the sandwich trying to make sure that both parties are getting looked after. We've got a, a responsibility to ensure our tenants are living in warm, dry, compliant homes, but we've also got to ensure uh, that we don't lose sight of the contract. The original contract is signed with the landlord, and we need to make sure that that landlord's getting that return on their investment. 
The other aspect what I love about it is the amount of data that we collect. And this is something that I feel that we're just as an industry starting to learn to use. Um, I mean, like with real estate, you have massive transactions of, of a million dollars plus when a house is sold, but not many of them. Property management is completely opposite. We have literally thousands upon thousands of transactions that will happen every week. Uh, and, and yet they're very, very small. Now, the benefit with the amount of those transactions is that you can predict what's going to happen. But the other aspect of the job is the dealing with the people, and you can't predict how people can react on certain uh, situations. So, yeah, it's grateful. No two days are the same. And you've got some of the best barbecue stories that you can share um, at a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, look, over the last year or two, the word regulation has come in and out of the spotlight. Why do you think regulation is important for landlords and tenants, if you think regulation is important? Yeah, well, I do think regulation is important. One of the things that I'll say, Stephen, that from following on from the conference that we had, I mean, we had four politicians from four of the major parties. that We, we actually invited Maori parties. Well, they didn't attend, but we had Brooke Van Belden from ACT, uh, and she's opposed to regulation. And we had Chris Bishop from National, and he's very much on the fence whether we need it or not. Uh, and so if we get a change of government next year, there's no guarantee that regulation will happen. I mean, we've got to, Megan Wood said they've got to have a bill to Parliament by April next year, but as you know, government's a slow-moving beast. It could take two, three years for it to reach through a select committee and then get the role assigned. So there's no guarantee it's going to happen. Why I think it's so necessary, well, there's a number of reasons. I mean, property management, it has a zero entry level. Uh, so anyone can put up a sign and call themselves a professional property manager, but put, saying that you're a professional property manager and acting like a professional property manager is two uh, completely different things. There needs to be protection to both tenants and to landlords. And, and we are the guardians uh, as an industry of, of a lot of New Zealand's wealth in all those assets that are being managed and we see more and more people turn to property management. Aspects such as compulsory trust accounting, and there's, you'd be amazed how many property management companies don't use a trust account to a landlord. They may think, well, what's the relevance of it? The relevance of it is that the money is secure. That's where it is so relevant. And also, if we've got a regulated industry, you'll see less and less property managers taking risks in terms of potentially managing uh, unconsented dwellings or acting in a dishonest manner. Um, and Because and, and, and if they do that and they find that they've been or compromised in a, in a tribunal, they may lose their license to operate. So what it will do, it will raise the standard of landlording full stop across the country. And, and that will ensure that our tenants are better protected. They, they're going to feel more comfortable dealing with property management companies. And landlords can feel that they've got consumer protection, which at the moment is, is lacking. So I feel that regulation is one of the missing pieces in improving uh, housing and accommodation and renting uh, in general, for New Zealand. Absolutely. What do you think is one of the biggest challenges facing landlords today? Well, there's lots of challenges facing landlords. And one thing I will say to landlords is that property is a long game. And and we and, and some may be critical of what this government, what this recent government has done. Uh, I am critical on some factors, particularly around uh, interest deductibility and being able to offset interest. Uh, against rental income. I think some of the decision-making process around that is seriously flawed. 
Um, and, and if you can go and give your house to a social housing provider, then you can offset the interest. But all that does is makes good tenants lose accommodation because you'll see some landlords maybe switch to social housing providers. Other obvious factors which are coming into play is rising interest rates. Now, we're going to see some landlords, not all landlords, obviously, who people have been in it for a long time, they won't have probably a lot of equity that they, that they uh, also they won't have a, a lot of a big mortgage that they have to pay off. But some people who've got into it in recent times are going to be coming off low interest rates onto much higher interest rates. Uh, and you compound that with interest deductibility. Yeah, it, it's going to be tough for, for some landlords. It really is. There's no doubt about that. So, I mean, our industry's got a key role to play in making sure that we're protected, keeping them compliant, that we're giving them the best advice that they need to get through uh, what will be a difficult 12 to 24 months. Mm. What advice would you give a private landlord who's nervous to make the shift to a property manager or a property management company? They're, they're sitting on that fence of wanting to look after the yeah. property on their own. Um, what advice would you give them in making that call? David, I think that's a very good question. And, and sometimes we don't get that message across well enough to, to landlords. And, and we have to understand as well as that, you know, as an industry, we're not going to grab every single landlord. You will get some landlords who will want to do it themselves. And, and that's fine so long as, as they're playing by the same rules as the, yeah. the property management companies are playing to. Beyond the fence, what I would suggest to, to you is ask yourself, uh, what is your time worth an hour? I mean, and, 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 and sometimes I think landlords will think, well, how hard can it be? And, and things break at all different times of day. So you need to ensure that you know, you've got somebody who's got your back and also somebody who's giving you absolute up-to-date you know, advice as to what's happening. Quite often that we will see some landlords who do it themselves, the way the whole market rent because they're just not abreast of everything and they're not abreast of all the legal changes. I mean, I think it, what came across at our conference in Wellington, and I think Jim Bird, the real estate, the CEO of the Real Estate Institute, said this, is that there's been, oh, I think, 27 changes in legislation over the last three years. Now, it's hard enough for us yeah. uh, in the industry to keep abreast of all these changes. So for somebody who's got a day job, and trying to look after a rental property, it's not impossible. Um, so ask yourself what your time is worth. Uh, it, it's, you know, we can calculate approximately how long it takes per annum to manage a property, how many hours you put into it. You've got to ensure that you, you're doing your inspections as what's stated in your insurance requirements. You're documenting those inspections. You're making sure that you're protecting tenants' privacy and their data, but also making sure that you've got sufficient record keeping to make sure that you comply with the Residential Tenancies Act. So, I mean, look, very few people know um, property management and, and being a landlord as well as myself in the country. That's not blowing my own trumpet there. It's bad. And I use a property manager. I wouldn't dream of doing it myself because it's just, you know, it, and it, it get, keeps the emotion out of it as well. So that's another reason to use a property manager. Yeah, I love it. I love that question. Yeah, how much is your time worth? Um, yeah. I want to shift a little bit more personal now. You've had a career that was developing procedures for property, the property management industry. You've run training, you've run events, you've been a consultant for many years. Why the move back into running a property management company? Well, again, I mean, great questions. I mean, it wasn't an easy decision to make. It was a very, very hard decision to make. Uh, and, and I mean, this was at a time, a couple of reasons, really. 
first of all, I got asked to, I, I've been working with Tommy's in Wellington on a consultancy capacity. And then they asked me to just temporary, uh, can you manage the, the branch or the manage the division for a few months while uh, the guy who was currently managing it, he worked went off and worked on an IT project. I just got a, a taste for that leadership and that management of people that you don't always get in the consultancy and training space and, and the troubleshooting and leading the team. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and, and so yeah, I've got a, got a taste for it again. The, the other thing that, uh, and this has been completely open and honest, this time last year, you know, we're in a lockdown in Auckland. And we had a lot of business in Auckland that we couldn't get to it. So things weren't easy. And yeah. I look back at it and going, what do we do here? And then property brokers came knocking on the door and said, look, you know, would you come back? Because I started my career with property brokers, went off and did my own training consultancy company. And, and they made a very good offer and put the offer in front of my wife and they said, look, you make the call. Um, we can continue to do what we do and we'll we'll get by and we'll do well. Or we can, you know, we can do this. And at a stage of my life now, I'm in the 50s. Um, you, you look at the security as well and the fact that it is a big challenge. I mean, we've got six and a half thousand properties across the country. I think we're the third biggest landlord in New Zealand behind you guys and also Kainangarora. I can't think of anybody who's bigger. And, and it's just that challenge. I mean, I love it, getting rolled with my sleeves up and, and getting you know into the weeds. And, and But also got to be a bit visionary as well. And, uh, yeah, so it excites me. I've got my teeth into it, and I'm loving it, Steve. Good on you. So when you look back at your career, what was a, a personal highlight moment? Well, I mean, I have to say, the last two days that we did in Wellington <laughs> were, were, we had to pass and, and organise a conference, and I've got Dr. Megan Woods, I've got from Labour, I've got Chris Bishop from National, I've got Chloe Swarbrick from the Greens, and I've got Brooke Van Belden from ACT all in a room in a panel which has been facilitated by Jen Bird, the, the CEO of the Real Estate Institute. I mean, it's a big well tech. Yeah, we did well to, to, to pull that off. Not many people uh, could do that. And uh, we've had fantastic feedback from that conference. But also, Stephen, just starting a business and, and, and having a go, you know, it, it's that's always been a niche that I wanted to scratch and I, and I had to just have a go at it. And being able to do that for, I think, seven, seven and a half years that we did that for and do it successfully and do it well, uh, I have to say I take immense pride in, in looking at that. I was very naive starting um, a business. Uh, I actually thought, well, this, this can't be that hard, but God, I was in for a surprise. And you certainly find out a lot about yourself when, when you start a business. And I have all respect for people who've, who've taken that plunge. And, uh, yeah, so I take a lot of pride in, in what we've done there as well. Absolutely. Now, speaking of conferences, you and I are heading to a different one next week, and you're on a panel where I'm going to ask you this question. So I'm giving you a pre-warm-up, no extra charge. How are you using technology to support your busy property managers in new ways than ever before? Yeah, well, I mean, it's first of all, before we get into that space, the first thing that we can't lose sight of, it's very much it's a people business. Yeah. Artificial intelligence is not going to be able to resolve disputes between neighbours or you know, overgrown trees or whatever it may be. And this is where having a property manager who's um, impartial but has the people skills you know, it, it's it's one of those great industries which in many ways is recession-proof regardless of what's happening in the economy. But you need to have good tech to make sure that your property managers are being fully utilised and being very, very productive. 
One of the um, we had a speaker over in, from Australia who demonstrated what they were doing in Brisbane and, and some of the technology that they were using um, was was really really you know insightful. However, we've got some fantastic prop tech companies here as what they call. Uh, we use companies such as Tappy. Now, Tappy is a maintenance software um, program which gives tenants the ability to lodge maintenance very easy. So your property will have a QR code sticker on it. They're able to report the maintenance 24-7, but what's so unique about Tappy is that it has artificial intelligence that can help identify what the issue is and then also give estimates on what the prices will be. So it gives landlords the ability to make sure that, right, this is how much it's going to cost. And it's also, it stays the more data it collects, the more accurate it can, information it can give it on pricing. Mm. Another one that we've worked with and, and we've been testing is uh, Velocity Global. Some people may have heard of Velocity. It's a valuation, online valuation company. Now, what they're able to do is, is, is collect data from um, software providers such as Palace um, who collect sufficient amounts of, of rent so they, they get an accurate assessment of what rents are in New Zealand. So we're able to use this to be able to go to landlords when we're discussing about uh, rent reviews. It's giving accurate data. It's able to say what the building is, the materials it's, it's using, and give you an accurate assessment of, of, of what the rent is. So it's not just an individual saying, well, I think the rent should go up by this amount. We've got actual data, real-time data that you can forward to a landlord. And the landlord is then in a better position to say, oh, right, I'm $50 below market rent. So, right. oh, my property is where it should be. So benefits along that are, are, are wide and ranging. Um, so there's lots of great software out there. And I think we're going to see more and more one of the things that I think we're going to see more and more of is, is measurements of performance of buildings in terms of uh, carbon footprints. I actually think healthy homes is, is just the start of it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that in, in time we will see things such as rent, like a rental warrant of fitness in Europe and UK, they have what's called energy performance certification. So is the environment, whether you're climate skeptic or you believe it or not, it, it's this government and the opposition government party, as well as committed to New Zealand being carbon net carbon zero by 2050. And I think our rental stock in New Zealand has got a long way to go mm. uh, to ensure that we're, we're more environmentally friendly. So we're, we certainly believe we're going to see more software and more legislation around the performance of buildings in New Zealand. Brilliant. Look, David, I could chat to you forever. There's just so much information inside your head. Um, I've got one minute left. If you were Prime Minister for a day and you could help shape the future of property management in New Zealand, what would you change? I'd remove that interest in deductibility. Simple as that. I think that's the best thing that can happen. And, uh, yeah, and I'd regulate property management. I'd make sure that that would be regulated. But the two things I would do to that's what I'd do to help the industry. Brilliant. Vote for David today. Um, fantastic. I uh, love talking to you. I look forward to catching up with you in person next week. Um, but thanks so much for taking time out of your crazy schedule to chat to us here on Property Matters. It's a pleasure, mate. Thanks, Stephen. And uh, keep up the good work. And now on Property Matters, I'm delighted to welcome four property managers or heads of property management from Barfoot and Thompson in four different places, zooming in to answer some questions around the importance 
of property management. So a big welcome to Janet, Angela, Monique, and Cynthia. Welcome to Property Matters team. Hi. Hi. So first up, I'm going to get you to just introduce yourself and and the branch that you're at. And and I'm curious how long you've been in the property management game. So Monique? I'm from Takapuna and I've been in property management for just over six years. Fantastic. Cynthia? I am from the Alice Lee branch and I've been a property manager for five years. Um, I'm the head of property management in the Alice Lee branch. Awesome. Now, Janet and Angela, you're in slightly different roles. Um, Janet, kick it off. Yes, I'm Janet Ferguson and I'm a relieving property manager. We do go around the branches and assist and help teams. Um, I've been doing this job for quite a long time. 10 years as a relieving property manager and 20 years in property management. The expert in the room will bow down to your better judgment. And lucky last, Angela. So I've been in property management for around three and a half years. I'm a relieving property manager. And at the moment, I'm based in Papakura branch. Previous to that, I was in sales for six years. And it just so happens that today is my ninth year anniversary with Barford and Thompson. Oh, let's go. Happy anniversary. Um, so I'm going to look, bounce some questions around you all over the next 10 minutes or so. And Monique, I'm going to kick it off with you. Why do you think it is so important that landlords have their properties professionally managed? Engaging with a property manager is crucial to ensure your investment is being well looked after. We have strategies in place to maximise the return on your investment while safeguarding your assets. We have the knowledge, skills and experience, and it gives you peace of mind that everything is being done correctly. Having a professional property manager is a small price to pay to take away that stress. Yeah, well said. And, and, and you use the word investment a lot in there. And I guess, you know, you're, you're property managers, but you're also investment managers. These are the, the biggest investments many people will ever own. So, you know, it is important then, if we think of all the guests we've had on Property Matters, they always talk about having professionals look after your biggest asset. Um, Cynthia, what do you think is the hardest challenge for a private landlord these days, trying to manage something on their own? I think private landlords, it's quite challenging for them to keep up to date with the legislation. There's constant changes. And then um, actually, interestingly, this year, I think I have picked up quite a few businesses that were previously privately managed and they just make mistakes like they forgot to launch a bond or something like that, mm. which we would never do, I would say. And a lot of those mistakes have fines attached to them, don't they? Exactly. They're very expensive mistakes. And mm. by using a property manager, a professional property manager, they would avoid a lot of those expensive mistakes. So yeah, sometimes I find the private landlords, um, they do make very expensive mistakes. But also um, when they list a property for rent, it's very easy for them to get the price wrong. Maybe sometimes they would underestimate the amount of rent they could get uh, for their property. Which is limiting then their return on the investment. You mentioned regulation many times there and the amount of changes. And in our first part of tonight's show, we've talked to David Faulkner all about the high number, over 30 regulation changes over the last couple of years. So Angela, how do you as a team of property managers keep up to date with all the regulation changes? We have regular training on the changes. Personally, when I'm busy in a branch, I always refer to Tenancy Services website. They have a calculator, which is idiot proof so you can put in your dates your times and and what you're looking for so 
at home, studying online, and also the training within work. We also have a legal part. And so we, we can call our house in-house lawyer anytime and talking it through with colleagues. So interesting time, it's getting shorter and shorter. July 2024 is coming fast. We were just talking about it today as a team. So Janet, you win the award for the longest serving property manager on this panel. Um, mm. What's kept you so engaged for so long? I think, Stephen, the biggest thing I've probably had to adapt to change and particularly technology as well as I could. I think there's been so much change. There really has. Um, and, you know, also it's come so far in the time I've been involved, even though I did have some time out in the middle, it's not just 20 years, it's probably 35 years all up when I first started. Um, you know, we started using a typewriter. We started with um, putting the tenants in our cars and taking them to the properties. Yeah. And, and mobile phones were a size of a suitcase. Not many people had them. So you know, I think that's probably how I've adapted is that I've managed to buy into the new stuff and, and not let it overwhelm, to be honest. Funny you, you mentioned the getting in the car. I mean, I remember being 18 and thinking how cool it was jumping in the car of the wonderful Christine Young was my property manager back then who took me literally property to property. And by the end yeah. of the trip, you'd sign one up. Yeah. What do you think the biggest change in the industry that you've noticed? Oh, definitely the um, the reforms. I mean, this Residential Tenancies Act was, was in place when I did first start, but they have had some amendments over the years. But I think really, without a doubt, the biggest reforms and the healthy homes, which has all been really good stuff, but quite a lot at once. And then we've thrown in a pandemic in the middle of it. But basically, I think that's where it's come a long way, apart from the technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah Absolutely. Now, Angela, you and Janet have very different role as relievers. Can you talk it through for our listeners? How does a reliever work and why does your company see relievers as important? So we have around 70 branches and we have a lot of staff that obviously working really hard and property management doesn't always stop at five o'clock and sometimes it goes throughout the weekend. So it's really important for staff to be able to take leave. And when they're on leave, it's important for them not to be worried that their work is accumulating. So they've got they've got a reliever who can just step in and help them with their work. So when they come back from their holiday, if it's one week, two or three weeks, they're not overwhelmed with a big pile of work to do. And it's good for them to come back and often you see things with fresh eyes when you head down tail up with a lot of things to do sometimes stepping away and, and having a break makes a big difference absolutely now Monique and Cynthia you are in in specific suburbs so I want you to tell me about the suburb you work in and give us a little idea on perhaps what an average rental is attracting rent wise and why you think your suburb makes a smart choice for investors. If investors are listening going, where shall I buy next? You want them to buy in your area. So Monique, kick it off. I work at the Kakapuna branch and our average weekly rent is around $680. Kakapuna is a smart choice for investors as it attracts high quality tenants who look after your home as it's their own. Uh, Kakapuna is also a highly desirable area. It's close to the beach, close to the shops, cafes, and it's not that far away from the city either. It's also in zone for some of the best schools, which are Desal 10. And it's also well known for its strong community culture. Nice. Cynthia, it's going to be hard to beat that. I love that it's in you know, zone for good schools 
and tenants who treat it as their own. That's a really nice selling point. Tell us about Ellerslie. Um, so Ellerslie and the surrounding area, like Ellerslie, Mount Wellington, is very central, very good location. Um, our average rent in the area is around six hundred and twenty dollars. Um, and um, I mean, it's hard to beat Takapuna. It's really nice out there. Ellerslie is just very convenient. It's got a very friendly vibe in the town. There's lots of good cafes and also these trains and bus. Um, it would attract to uh, mostly a working couple or younger family. There are also some really good schools in the area. Um, also some really nice park. No beach, but close to Sylvia Park and the shopping. Exactly. And, and you mentioned you know, good public transport close to the trains yes. and close to motorways as well. You, you're yes. very well centrally based. Um, Monique, you manage a, a pretty decent sized team. So how do you ensure your team is coping with the demands of property management and, and what that puts on them? Yeah, so we've got a fantastic team culture. So we're a team of four. We've got robust systems and procedures that make everything flow as smooth as possible. We also support each other through stressful and tricky situations. Having that support and a good foundation for the team to feel supported, it makes coming to work very enjoyable. We also have a really good work-life balance so we can all laugh and make the best of a bad situation. My favourite part that we have is a treat cupboard. So it's filled with chocolates and sweets and when it's stressful, we all sort of help ourselves and yeah, when we need that extra kick of sweetness, then we go to the treat cupboard. Brilliant. And now I bet the two relievers, do you yeah. know about the treat cupboard? Oh, yes. I've just spent six weeks at Takapuna. I know all about Did it. Did you raid it well? Yep. Now, Cynthia, you're growing your team. Um, so your branch is in, in going through a growth stage. What do you look for in a property manager if you're hiring somebody? Who? What sort of skills do they need? Problem solving, as we all do. But I think when hiring, it's very important that the person who we're hiring um, has got the right attitude. A lot of skills in property management can be trained and um, Barford and Thompson does have a very good training system. However, I think um, sometimes you just can't train someone's attitude. So having a really good attitude to work and and also it just needs to be that personality that tries to solve problem and has got the heart to help people to solve their issues. That's like the most important thing for me. Other skills can mostly be trained. Angela, what do you reckon is the toughest part of the job? Um, one of the things I've found lately is looking at people that are disappointed. They've come to see a house, they've had a viewing and the kids are come in and they're all excited and they go, this is going to be my room and that's going to be my room and they're placing themselves in the property. And due to so many good applications, sometimes they miss out and sort of hearing that disappointment, you know, sometimes difficult to deal with. Mm, I can imagine that. Janet, looking back on your career, what was, what was a personal highlight? Well, I think there's a lot of them really, but I think one of the personal things I find is, is working with such a, a diverse, interesting group of people, not just my colleagues, but landlords and owners and tradies. You do build re great relationships over the years watching the growth and the new people coming through the branches as well and Monique is one of those that I met when she first started in the Takapuna branch and she's now come so far to be our head of department I love that personal highlight would have been the Barfoot's 90th birthday party and we're very much looking forward to the 100th next year big 100 yes that's yes. going to be a biggie so it's hard to pinpoint any one particular or 
two or three particular things, but it has to be the people that is the highlight of the job. Nice. So Monique, you've, you've worked your way up into this role. What advice would you have for landlords when it comes to choosing the right investment property? So firstly, I'd definitely recommend purchasing in a good area so it's going to attract a desirable tenant um, as well as something modern. These days, tenants are looking for properties that are a bit more nicer um, and also having enough space, um, especially after COVID. We sort of found quite a few tenants wanting to upsize, um, especially to have spare room as an office for those that work from home and also enough parking as well. We do come across quite a few properties that don't have enough parking. Um, so I'd yeah, definitely recommend all of that. And if I switch then from landlord to tenant, to any of you jump in, what would be a top tip you'd give for someone applying for a property and completing the online application form? Fill it out properly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First time. Yeah, all the details. Don't miss any sections. Mm. The more information, the better. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think I they... Sorry, Angela. Yeah. Um, I think they need to um, proofread their application before they send it through. Sometimes um, they might give phone numbers or email address uh, right. that are not correct. And I would recommend once the tenant's been through the property and if they've fallen in love and absolutely love it, get your application in quite quickly to avoid disappointment because we are seeing properties rent very quickly. Good feedback, guys. Good feedback. Angela, what advice do you have for someone thinking of starting a career in property management? I think it's a great career. Um, for people just starting, I say take your time. Don't feel rushed. Don't don't feel like they have to do everything at once. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, if you haven't started property management already, have a good look. Go into an office and, and meet some people and talk to people that are already doing the job. Um, you may be able to sort of follow them for the day and, and see what it entails because it's a very diverse job, you know. So you're doing admin one minute and then you're off doing inspection. So, yeah, time management's great. <laughs> um, working through things methodically I, I just worked with somebody that just came on and she was like oh I just want it all to be done and I said oh it won't all be done um <laughs> it comes back just you know just keep going Cynthia what advice would you give for a landlord shopping around trying to choose the right property manager what should they look for in their um, property or as we said at the beginning investment manager Okay, um, I think it's very important. Um, do the property manager know that area well, and like, are they familiar with that area? Are they local versus someone who's not local? And it's also very important to find someone who's quite responsive. <laughs> That's mm. what I find. Um, and uh, what support do that company, the uh, property management company, has? like whether they have a strong structure uh, when that person's away and also so what happened when when that person go and leave anyone look after the property and the maintenance and all that it's sometimes things happens for example christmas or sometimes like that and then um whether there's any um legal advisors in the company that supports the legal side of things because things do go wrong so all of these are quite important to shop for property manager. Brilliant. All right, we're out of time, folks. So Janet, I'm going to leave the last question with you. What advice would you give this team, these three wonderful people, in order to grow their career and still be there in 20 years like you? Uh, keep learning and upskilling. Be organized and manage your time. Take care of your stress levels. 
and have a great sense of humour. It's funny out there. You, you forgot one. Make sure the treat cupboard's always full. <laughs> <Yeah>. I just take. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you for your time yeah. today. Really appreciate it, Jenna, Angela, Monique and Cynthia. You can track down Monique at Barfoot and Thompson Takapuna at barfoot.co.nz forward slash Takapuna. Track down Cynthia at barfoot.co.nz forward slash Allersley to get the Allersley branch. And you never know when you might run into Jenna and Angela and the relieving team filling in for them. Thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate your time on Property Matters. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Property Matters. Remember, you can listen live every Monday on Planet FM 104.6 FM in Auckland or download our podcast from Spotify, Apple, Samsung or iHeartRadio. Thanks to Adam for mixing today's episode and to Matt and the team at Barfoot & Thompson for all their marketing and support. Have a fabulous week. We'll catch you next week on Property Matters.